don't know about you, but I got this proof punch in my cup. Night just getting started, I'm already doing too much. Reach down in my pocket, my wallet messing, boy, tighten up. Hey guys, uh, welcome back to the No Easy Buckets podcast. Uh, Jacob and Walker back here with you. Uh, decided to do kind of like a a little uh, special edition No Easy Buckets with the the tournament coming up this weekend. I uh, wanted to get, uh, I, I know you wanted our take on the tournament, so that's why we did it. So uh, we're, we're the committee of two, as this pod is, in, is titled, is coming at you, uh, doing a little tournament breakdown um uh kind of taking a break from the nba so uh you know we're just gonna get right into it and kind of see uh see what we think yeah after our first podcast man we've been getting so many requests on what do you think about this game what do you think about that game just kidding absolutely none uh so we're going to what do we say jacob we're going to use only the info bubbles provided by the tournament challenge um on espn on yahoo whatever your preferred site is and we're just going to roll through this thing yeah that's what we're going to do because uh, as as we both have told our you know spoken you know off the off the pod that uh we don't watch college basketball anymore i did you know when i first got into college don't anymore the product's pretty terrible besides like four or five <laughs> awesome freshmen like lonzo ball or yeah. some guys from duke so it's just not it's just not that good of a product anymore but the tournament is still you yeah. know, hey, now one you of the best events of the year. Right, right. So we'll jump right into it. Honestly, we're just going to go, uh, you all know, right all the up. way to the final four real fast. Starting out with Villanova, with uh, Mount St. Mary's. I believe Mount St. Mary's won tonight uh, in the play. So live update here on uh, No Easy Buckets. Um, they beat the University of New Orleans by one after a University of New Orleans player choked another one of his players. There you go. I didn't know there was a University of New Orleans. So the we're pri- start privateers. Fun fact for you, there's the privateers. Privateers. That's kind of a stuck up name, I would say. So I mean, <laughs> glad they lost. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, I think we're both probably picking Villanova there, defending <laughs> champions. They're they're not gonna they're not gonna lose. Ha- has the one well, has a sixteen over a one ever happened? Hasn't happened. That's recorded. Maybe back when Wilt Chamberlain was scoring uh, 100 points, it happened. But, yeah, we, but we all know that there's not even video footage of that 100 point game. So who really knows? Right. So, so definitely no video footage of a 16. But yeah, no um, But yes. Right. So I'm I'm actually live. This is live clicking Villanova. So so you know, <laughs> um, yeah. not, not cheating. But as we're as we're working our way down, uh, you know, kind of Wisconsin, Virginia Tech. I know Wisconsin. Uh, it was a uh, was pretty solid this year, just from what I saw on Twitter. They uh, slipped at the end of the season playing Virginia Tech. Uh, I mean, Virginia Tech's in the ACC. That's about the extent I know about Virginia Tech. Uh, I mean, any, any comments yeah. there? <laughs> I mean, gosh, talk about, talk about two teams you just absolutely know nothing about. I tend, right. to, lean, I tend to lean towards Wisconsin because I know a lot more recent – Wisconsin NBA players um, like yeah. a Frank the Tank, like a Sam the Decker. Um, granted, again, I'm sure there's plenty of Virginia Tech ones as well, but because I don't watch college basketball and I sit next to a guy that's an IU grad, so we talk Big Ten basketball a little bit, I'm leaning towards Wisconsin for those two silly reasons. Hey, they're they're not silly to me when, when we know nothing about <laughs> um, I'm going forward with Wisconsin. Uh, uh, we got to use on Wisconsin, exactly, exactly. I uh, got a little UVA, University of Virginia, and UNC Wilmington. Uh, I actually saw, weird enough, I actually saw UVA play in person this year when they played uh, K 
Cal in uh, in the Haas Pavilion. Shout out Daniel with the hookup there. Uh, D Watt, DJ D Watt. Um, so uh, I mean, Virginia. Virginia has been a very very good team over the past like probably four or five years. Tony Bennett got some pros out of there. Malcolm Brogdon, you know, one of our one of our guys. Guy right there. Right. Wish the Grizz would have drafted him. Shout out Justin um, Anderson. Shout out Justin Anderson. That's the process. Uh, this is a weird five twelve game because that's always where the upsets come. Like it's almost oh, like not even, right, not even an upset kind of when when that happens. Uh, but Virginia, it seems like a an odd five seed. I think they must have like struggled towards the end of the season. I'm kind of looking here, but don't really care to read that much. Uh, they must have slipped towards the end of the season because I know they were in the top five early when I when I saw them play Cal. Uh, UNC Wilmington probably overachieved with the you know I mean to be honest with you I'm picking UVA there's <laughs> UVA all day I mean this yeah. is there, I actually have seen a couple couple people at work picking UNC Wilmington um, I don't have time for that too much UVA defense let's move on no too, yeah, too, too, not not gonna go with that upset you got Florida ETSU yeah. so East Tennessee you know uh, I. Didn't see Florida play much this year, even though they were in the SEC. I know they had a bounce back season. I know they've had a couple of back, to, uh, a few bad seasons in a row there. You know, post Billy Donovan era. Um, but I, 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 I saw. I did, actually did see. This is a little bit of a little bit of insight here. Um, I, I read on the on the little bio that one of their their starting centers is out with injury, and they've been kind Florida? of. Yeah, five, they've been five, Looks like, like three and John three since Eggman. it happened. Yeah, uh, so I don't know. I, that kind of gave me a little shake. I think that would probably be something that comes into play in the next round, uh, not in the right. first round. Still, I, I'm still going to go with uh, Florida here. I'm going Florida. A lot of the big thing that I look at is just notable results. I like that they beat Kentucky. I like that. I like that they lost close games to Gonzaga and Duke, and they beat Arkansas twice. Um, close loss to Florida State. I mean, there's some quality opponents in there. Uh, just, just too much for ETSU. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, the next game is SMU versus PR slash SC, and it's I don't Providence know or University of Southern California. That would be who that is. I'm going to be honest with you. Right, going to be honest with you. Couldn't have, wouldn't have been able to answer that if you weren't here. So <laughs> uh, glad you were. Um, I know SMU's had a pretty good season. I like uh, SMU here. Right, they coming off that suspension last year, the probation last year, when they could have, would have still made the tournament. Um, so I, I'm, I'm leaning towards them. They got a good record overall. Yeah, I mean, interesting because we, we know that Providence has been in the turn- tournament uh, here recently, uh, one of those Cinderella-type teams. I mean, they haven't made it deep into the tournament like a BCU back then, like a Florida Gulf Coast, but they have had some experience. They're so interesting to see that. But uh, key fact, SMU 12-0 and in their last 12 games. I love it. That's a it's pretty solid uh, analysis right there. Twelve and zero, you can't really go against it. I will say, if you're picking this game, um, do be wary of how the the game plays out because if one of these teams, maybe USC or Providence, kisses a hot streak, maybe blows out the other opponent. Look how they're you know how they're going because sometimes that play in game between right. the two, the two non mid majors can propel them into you know a win or two in the tourney yeah especially a hot street hot shooting night right right so you know gets them a little the nerves are knocked off before the initial tournament night and could be a little uh trouble for smu but we're picking we're both picking smu there the next one is baylor another texas team uh versus new mexico state i know baylor started out the season really high um they're kind of number one in the country 
Right. They were, they sat up there for a couple of weeks, I think, and they've yep. uh, they, they lost to Kansas twice. They, they beat Oregon. That was their premier win. Um, uh, but that was early in the season. I don't really see much from New Mexico state. Honestly, I don't no. know much about them. Looks like they're, uh, Oh, I see. This is a little insight. Oh, and eight in their past eight NCAA tournament trips. Enough for me. <laughs> we'll to see it. We'll see it. Not worried about that one at all. Even yeah, though Baylor be- does have a tendency to, 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 to shit the bed in the tourney. Be wary. Uh, some some guys at work talking about karma. Not sure if it applies here since it's a different sport, not football. Uh, could 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 uh, roll over into that. Um, but as far as I'm concerned, uh, Chip and Joe Etta Gaines will be in attendance at the game. I'm sure. So I'll take Baylor. Oh well, well there you go. Uh, <laughs> moving on to moving on to South Carolina Marquette, another another hometown SEC school um, versus a Big East school. Uh, I think Marquette's still in the Big East. Uh, we'll give it to them. Right, they've they've kind of turned over that conference lately. Um, I, I think honestly, I think Mississippi State almost beat South Carolina this year. That may be enough for me to take Marquette. I'm not really a believer in SEC basketball, and you know, you, 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 yeah, that's, SEC basketball is terrible. Right, you're right, and I'm that. That's I don't hide that opinion. So no. I mean, I'm, this is kind of the first game that's been a little up in the air. Uh, either way, I think I'm going to go with Marquette just because. Yeah. They've beaten Xavier twice, and Xavier's in the tournament. They beat Creighton twice. Creighton's in the tournament. I yep. mean, just going through, they beat Vandy, who was in, who made the tournament somehow too. So they've got some good wins, in my opinion. So I, I'm going to go with Marquette. What do you think? I'm on board with you. Both brackets that I have, both uh, with friends and then my work bracket, uh, I've got Marquette in both. I don't I don't like Car- Carolina whatsoever. Um, unless it's the women's team, and clearly it's not. Uh, so we'll take Marquette with some quality wins and just, just being tested uh, more throughout the year, um, maybe a little bit richer history being in the tournament. Right, right. And, I mean, we, it is not confirmed that it's not the women's team, so be sure to watch tip-off to just, make sure. Right, it could be the women's team. We don't know. We're not gonna, we don't want to steer you wrong here. That's going to be Friday is, at 8.50. <laughs> Friday at 8.50, great. <laughs> Tune in. <laughs> Man, the great late night Friday game. Tons of people. Only, only issue is it's on TBS. I mean, who really knows? There's four four games that uh, four four channels that have games going on. No one really knows, uh, you know, what channel hosts what game or what channel it even is. Especially True right. TV. So good luck finding it. I think I think everybody watches on the app or on the website now because honestly, I haven't, had, I haven't had cable in like four years. Yeah, Don't plan on getting it. So. Yeah, cord cutter totally. Um, but uh, moving on, uh, Duke and Troy. Duke is uh, Duke uh, made a late run there at the season. They've had some bad losses this year, and I have actually followed them slightly, if you can even call it that, because uh, I'm a fan of some of their freshmen. Uh, you know, going towards the NBA draft yeah, next year. Me too. Uh, Jason, Tatum, yeah, Jason Tatum. Uh, you know, I even even though they're not freshmen, Grayson Allen and uh, I think Luke Kennard, yep. looking like first round picks. Yeah, so. Right, so uh, Troy, no, great story. Actually, former Mississippi State coach, I think it's Phil Cunningham, coaches there, uh, made a great tourney right. run. So, uh, yeah, but I'm going to go with Duke. What do you think? No question, Duke. Let's move on. <laughs> Without a doubt, Duke. We'll just keep going down here. Um, uh, uh, we'll go to the next region, West. We'll kind of do the uh, the second round real quick since we've already talked about these teams. We'll hit on them the the big matchups, you know, the, the round of 32, really quick after we do the first round. Uh, Gonzaga, South Dakota State. Gonzaga only no lost question. one game this year. Yeah, no question. Gonzaga. They'll probably, <laughs> they'll probably they'll probably under they'll probably underachieve later in the tourney, but not not this early. Northwestern Vanderbilt. A uh, bunch of journalists, bunches versus a bunch <laughs> of lawyers. Um, 
I like this Northwestern story. That's um, what it's all I'm about here for me. <laughs> right, right. I'm glad they finally made the tourney so that we can stop having that conversation every year that they win more Take than 15 it. games. Um, so, uh, Vandy, just it's despicable to me that they're in the tourney at uh, – 19 and 15 so i'm, I'm gonna take northwestern w- without much trouble there no question i mean maybe you talked about thank goodness we don't have to hear the story anymore i mean northwestern and illinois um chicago cubs thankfully we don't have to hear that story anymore illinois um so maybe there's a trend here maybe northwestern gets a little frisky but definitely take him in the first round that is a that is some that is some definite insight right there. We might have to <laughs> keep that in mind going into that second round game versus Gonzaga. We I'll, probably, I'll probably tweet that at Jay Billis later. Maybe he'll respond. Hey, he might retweet it, especially if you <laughs> something about paying athletes. But either um, that or maybe some rap lyrics. I don't know. Either or, he got two options there. <laughs> um, um, next, we got Notre Dame and Princeton. I know that Princeton is the is the uh, Ivy League. No, is Princeton, Princeton is in the Ivy League, right? Yes. Correct. Yes. 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 We're not off there. First, first to fumble of the night. Um, ball security shout out. Uh, Notre Dame and Princeton. Uh, Princeton, the, the Ivy League school always gets a little hype going to the tournament. Uh, you know, as being like a fundamental team, and then they do like last year, Yale with the first round upset over Baylor. Um, I don't. I, I really like Notre Dame. They've been very consistent. They have a lot of. They always have yeah. a lot of upperclassmen because they don't have a lot of one and duns. I'm going right. to take Notre Dame here, but I think this could be. You know, it's a five twelve game. We see that. But I think this will probably be, you know, you know, a single-digit game down to the end. I wouldn't doubt it. And, and honestly, I could see Princeton pulling it out, but I, I think we go chalk here with, with Notre Dame. Like you said, the word consistency, that's what I like here. I like Notre Dame. I think they're a little bit too talented, like you said, a little bit too experienced uh, with not a lot of one-and-done guys. I mean, certainly Princeton doesn't have right. any one-and-done guys, but Notre Dame just, just going to be too much. Right. Uh, moving on. Uh, West Virginia and uh, Bucknell. Uh, uh, Coach Huggins, Coach Bob Huggins, and yep. the uh, the full court press, Virginia, West Virginia, uh, right? I'm a big fan of uh, press Virginia. I actually usually Thanks. pick them pretty far in the tournament and get and get fooled because they'll just get tired and <laughs> out of gas. Um, uh, but there's there's not much to talk about there. I mean, Bucknell's you know out of the Patriot League. They've had some moments in their past, but I think you know unless you have any any uh, any uh, other insight for us there. Um. I'm a big fan of Press Virginia as well. My father-in-law um, is from Morgantown, um, so that's enough for me. I don't. I mean, Bucknell. What they don't have anything. So no family ties. An interesting point about West Virginia because I always pick them to go deep anyway. So we need to revisit that conversation in that four-five matchup next round. Good thing. Good thing. This is a podcast, and and we can and, and pick who we want because uh, next round <laughs> make it a little fishy. Um, Maryland Xavier, I'll let you take it and kind of see what you think there uh, with the with the. Oh, uh, kind of you. I know, right? Don't want to uh, call no. it all. Uh, I mean, every year I, I try to pick at least a lower seed uh, to have the Cinderella story. And I, I've pretty much settled on Xavier uh, for that this year. Um, I like that they have a good key win earlier in the year against Butler, obviously, uh, but not not much else other than that. Um, I just, when I think about Maryland, I think about a quality team on NCAA basketball about in 2008, you know, I'm not, I'm not feeling them anymore. And, and, uh, other than the fact that I just want to pick Baylor to the sweet 16, that's who I'm going with. That sounds good. There was a little bit of uh, a little technical difficulty oh, there. I think. To be yeah, expected. So, 
to be expected, to be expected. But I think you were talking about um, uh, how you you like Xavier or Xavier to to move on past I do. to move on past uh, Baylor. You know they've got some uh, some good wins over the season. Uh, I do like uh, Maryland's team. I like Melo Trimble. I'm a fan of him. Uh, but I, I but I have been I've I've actually made a couple brackets as you know I make as many as possible every year uh, <laughs> to try to be right. Um, I've picked each of these teams in in a couple. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Xavier. I think you're right there. I think they've got a better overall body of work. Uh, moving on to Florida State and Florida Gulf Coast, which uh, you know Dunk City versus uh, Florida State, who's a resurgence. Haven't seen them in this yep. spot in the tourney in a while. Being a high seed, they've got a lot of depth. You know, a lot of potential lottery pick and Jonathan. A lot of good notable results in there in the in the bubble. Right, right, right. And I know I do. I have uh, firsthand scouting information on Jonathan Isaac actually because I drafted him in a futuristic. Uh, franchise in NBA 2K. So he was oh. one of my players I drafted, played with him, uh, made the playoffs with him. So I'm going to go with him there. You know, obviously that means he's going to have success in the NBA if I had success with him. Um, I'm going to go with Florida State there, even yeah, though I do. I love, I love the FSU pick as well because people are going to see, oh, Florida Gulf Coast, and they're going to remember their run. Uh, so I'm hoping that a lot of people uh, get on them so it'll give me the easy points as Florida State uh, make easy work of Florida Gulf Coast with the in-state rivalry game. Exactly, exactly. And uh, I do like how they mentioned down here that Florida State is known for their depth. So I think that might come into play later in the tournament uh, mm-hmm. as, as we move on. But uh, St. Mary's and VCU, uh, two, uh, this is one of those match the Close first game here. Right, the first of two matchups with Dayton and Wichita State being the other one, where these teams that are always – they're actually – you could say they're perennial tournament teams now because they make it pretty much every year. But they're mid-major teams that, that don't have the money, that don't have the, the prowess, don't get the national TV games that the Duke and Kentucky get. And they and they put them facing each other in the first round, which it, every year they do this. Like they'll do a Butler and Xavier or a Butler and Dayton or something. And I'm like, why do you do that? Like I want to see like – you know, VCU versus Cincinnati or VCU versus like a Big Ten team, which kind of makes me mad they put these teams together. But, uh, you know, I'm a fan of VCU. What do you think? I feel the same. Um, and just like I said last time, I hope people will be on F, uh, Florida Gulf Coast. I guess I fall into that bracket here because people will certainly be on VCU as it's very common, like you said, for a 10 to beat a 7. Um, and obviously the fact that one, uh, one of my good friends, Andy Lockard now works at VCU and two, uh, VCU has a quality win over, uh, another one of my darlings in the tournament that I will mention later. What was the uh, other darling you had in the tournament, Walker? Oh, technical difficulties again. Technical uh, difficulties again. Wanted everybody to hear that darling. Hey, we're 4,500 miles away. Uh, well, actually I was teasing it. Um, because we haven't yet gotten oh. to that team in the tournament. Oh, cool. However, um, uh, no, we'll go ahead and say it. Uh, I, I'm on the Middle Tennessee train uh, for multiple oh. reasons, and I like the VCU uh, quality win over Middle Tennessee at home th- this year. Oh, okay. I like that insight. Didn't mean to to uh, break open the your your. your <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get into it later. Anything um, so to fight their technical difficulties. Right, right. We're bear with us. You know, we're we're early in on this, but. Uh, VCU, we're picking VCU over there. Next is Arizona, North Dakota. Um, pretty sure we're both picking Arizona there. Yeah, uh, yep, let's move you know, right along. <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's not North Dakota State, and it's not North Dakota State football, so that yeah. team's not winning. Yeah, we'll team's see you. Right, right. Moving back up to the top right-hand corner, we've got Kansas versus two teams that haven't played yet that don't matter. Yep. Um, 
going to go with Kansas. Actually, I think UC Davis is one of those teams that hasn't played, so they're like a 45-minute drive, hour drive north of me. Uh, so uh, that's pretty cool, but actually not really that cool. So uh, good insight I mean, there by it's, me. It's Kansas. <laughs> it's Kansas. It's Kansas. It's right. Kansas. We can talk more about Kansas in, in exactly. the next round. So. Exactly. Exactly. What do you think about Miami-Michigan State? This is another really tough one. Um, I traditionally love picking Michigan State. Um, yes. I picked them uh, last season uh, when they were upset by my Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders, I think, to go to the championship game. Um, so learned that lesson. Uh, not really impressed uh, by any of the results they have. I mean, they got absolutely destroyed by Kentucky. They lost to Duke. Uh, they lost to Zona. They did get a good win against Wisconsin, but lost to Purdue twice. So I'm just not impressed there. Um, however, this is another one where I feel like people will be heavily on MSU because you need to pick upsets. It's just the common name. Uh, I like that Miami has beaten both North Carolina and Duke this year, uh, so and, and Virginia. Uh, so I just think it's a good sneaky, sneaky pick there because a lot of people will be on Michigan State, so I'll take Miami. Right, right. I agree, especially in the tournament bracket challenge or the tourney challenge. This is a game where you can make some uh, make some uh, movement on some other players because you know a lot of people are going to be on Virginia or going to be on Michigan State. And right. I, was, I, saw, I saw some pundits say that they were actually surprised Michigan State got in the tournament because of their Love season it. being down. So I think unanimously Miami there. Next is uh, Iowa State and Nevada. I know Iowa State just from seeing some clips on TV of a guy dunking. That they made like the Big Twelve Championship game, uh, Nevada. It's a five twelve game. Nevada. I think they had a good Literally season. Literally know nothing about them. <laughs> right. They beat Colorado State twice. I mean, Watch that's out. their that's their notable result. <laughs> uh, hold hold the phones. Hold the phones. Well, I mean, well, one I thing was, we do know about Nevada is they chuck threes. They always, always, and I mean, Iowa State's beaten Kansas this year and Baylor. They've played Gonzaga close. And I mean, Miami. they've got. Solid schedule. They beat Oklahoma State three times, and Oklahoma State's in the tournament. So yeah, I'm all on. I, I'm on Iowa State, and I hope uh, Niang is still playing. I feel like he's like an eighth year senior, uh, but I think he graduated last year. He's got to be there in some capacity. Probably a video guy. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, we're going with Iowa State. Next is Purdue and Vermont, which the Fighting Ryan Rosillos and uh, the Vermont Catamounts yeah. got that right on the first try. Um, Purdue's a good, solid squad this year. They were up top of the Big uh, Big Ten. Um, I have heard, though, that Vermont is very, very hot. I think they have won uh, several games. 12 in their last 12, which you can't win more than 12 in your last 12. So impossible, uh, impossible to be honest. Um, I, it's one of those games where I think a lot of people are going to pick Vermont, like we've talked about. It's a popular upset special. I like Swanigan for Purdue. I do know that he's Swanigan. a solid guy. Yeah, he's a, he's like a back to the basket. I actually can stretch it a little bit. Probably going to be a solid. Yeah. Probably going to be a Malcolm Brogdon type player in the in the in the NBA um, that gets overlooked, but ends up being a rotation player for a team for a long I time. Think he's but he's not far off from having from tying the record of double doubles in the collegiate game. I think he's like wow. three or four games away, and he would have to get to the semis of the national title game to do it so clearly he's not going to but that's still pretty impressive 
Wow, that's 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 awesome. He's even a senior. I don't even know. Doesn't uh, really who knows? Mean. Who really knows? Yeah, I don't know. Who really knows? Who really cares? To be honest, yeah, um, I guess we're gonna go Purdue there. Um, uh, watch out for Vermont if you're picking there. They're a solid squad. Uh, could could be some some shooters from the outside there. So be careful. The next is actually a toss-up game, uh, from my opinion. Creighton and uh, University of Rhode Island. I know uh, Creighton. I heard they have a, a good freshman coming out, and uh, I think his last name is Patton. Uh, and they lost their point guard, their starting point guard, early in the season who was leading the nation in assist, which always kills. Um, and then Rhode Island is kind of the one of the one of the dandies of the tournament, is another one of those mid-majors that's being picked by a lot of people. So uh, what do you think about this game? Um, I like Rhode Island here. I mean, if you look, if you play the percentages, I mean, there's just like a 12 is going to be to 5, there's going to be an 11, be to 6, and I know I've already picked. Xavier, uh, but I'm just not really impressed with Creighton here. Unless uh, something has changed, I don't think Greg McDermott's son is going to be playing in the game. So I'm going to take Rhode Island. I I agree. I agree there. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised to see Creighton win. Oh no, um, toss yeah, up for sure. Right, toss up for sure. But like you said, Dougie McBuckets is not showing up at halftime. Uh, gonna go with Rhode Island there. Uh, just let everybody know we'll post this bracket, and uh, when it wins the championship of the tournament challenge, uh, hopefully we'll get a shout out and be on ESPN. Um, but uh, the uh, the next game is Oregon Iona, and I do know that Oregon lost one of their uh, one of their top player, one of their starters, I believe, this past weekend with an ACL injury, which is going to be killer going into the tournament, especially getting a high seed. They did well last year. Uh, what do you think? I mean, do you think it's going to be something where they get upset in the first round, or is it a second no. round that you're worried about? Uh, I, I like Oregon early. I mean, they're a solid team. They've got some good good wins on the year. Um, obviously, a, a bad loss to Baylor as well. But, yeah, you mentioned uh, the huge loss to, to Chris. I think it's it's Boucher. Boucher? Uh, yep. Either way, it's, it's their it's – their, it's their probably he's probably from Louisiana. Um, it's their best rim protector, which obviously is important. It's one of those it's one of those things you need on your basketball team that uh, not everyone takes notice of, uh, but it is very important. So I think they get by Iona, but who knows after that? Uh, I, I I I agree there, and I'm actually going to kind of throw a curveball here. I was reading little notes in there, and it says a 14 seed has beaten a three seed every year in the tournament in the past few years. Um, and I don't think we're having another 14 win. I th- I think as a as a podcast, as a as a solid group of one podcast, a group of two podcast, committee of two, as as we said, let's go with Iona here, let's and that sets up a nice matchup for Rhode Island to be a dandy in the next round. But let's go with Iona. Well, I'll tell you, I it's think- not it's not going to be Kent State as a 14 in the in the bottom bracket. It's not going right. to be New Mexico State over Baylor, right. and I doubt it's Florida Gulf Coast. So if we got to pick anything, let's let's ride with Iona. I agree. I agree. Let's ride with the with Iona. They are in the tournament pretty often, so we'll go with the experience there. Uh, Michigan, Oklahoma State. Michigan coming off a Big Ten tournament win. I do know that. Uh, they got hot at the end of the season. Oklahoma State is a high-scoring squad. Um, this is kind of just a, a matchup of two, I would say, mediocre uh, big Power Five conference teams. And it's just one of those games, honestly, I, I don't care to watch. For some reason, even though it's high-scoring teams, I just – I'm not going to know any of their players. Doubt any of them are going to play in the NBA. Um, what do you think about this game? Well, do you remember a while back when UConn ran the conference tournament and then they went on to win the title with Kemba Walker? Correct. I do remember that. So when we were sitting in the office this week and we noticed the 
somewhat of a tragedy of the Michigan plane problem. I mean, no one was hurt, but as soon as we saw that Michigan had an issue with their plane and had the wear the practice jerseys, we said then immediately that Michigan would win the Big Ten tournament. And what did they do? They won the Big Ten tournament. So first off, I regret not putting any money on that because it was very obvious. However, I'm going to take Michigan to carry over that momentum in their first-round matchup. However, as long as they have a safe flight to their location, I think that karma is reversed. Um, They've used it all. Uh, Another thing I compared it to was, if you remember, the United States women's national team lost to Japan after the tsunami hit Japan. Karma got them the victory. Um, here, same thing, Michigan, Karma, they won the tournament, uh, Big Ten, but I think that doesn't carry them past the first round. But I will take the blue uh, against Oklahoma State. Folks, this is the kind of insight you pay for. Uh, <laughs> this is great stuff here. Um, actually, you're not paying for it, but our Venmo will be open. The No Easy Buckets Venmo will be open uh, when these pods are posted. So feel free to, to pay us for our takes. Um, but I agree with you on the Michigan thing. I'm going to ride the momentum. Not a fan, of, not too much of a fan of Oklahoma State. Um, you know, I'm fine with picking Michigan there. Could see them uh, making an upset in the second round. Even you know, riding that momentum. I have a guy in my office picking them to go pretty far too. But granted, he doesn't know anything about basketball either. Probably well, less. Granted, than- I don't watch college basketball either. So <laughs> granted, granted, we're basically you know don't even know what's going on here. But uh, next game up is Louisville versus Jacksonville State. Um, uh, Jacksonville State is uh, in Alabama, which is a fun fact right. there. Um, <laughs> Louisville, uh, I, I'm Louisville is a pretty solid squad. Um, I know they've had some recruiting issues lately. Rick Pitino's uh, morals in question. No question that, here, though. No question here, though. You know, it's gonna. I think it'll come back to bite him later in the in the in the, <laughs> later in the future. But uh, Louisville, Louisville, moving on pretty easily here. We'll move on to the next. I want to make a quick note about our Venmo. Um, if, yeah, if, you do go ahead, if you do go ahead and shoot us um, some money for our services, when we win um, the millions of dollars from ESPN, you will be receiving a small cut of that um, just as a thank right. you. Uh, that's going to be to be determined, the cut, probably like .0005, uh, but it will be a cut nonetheless. Yeah, definitely. We will repay the listeners, whether that be with actual money or with more free podcasts. As one uh, would say, you've got to give the people what they want. You've got to give them. You do hashtag. Um, next, moving on to the South Bracket, which is probably going to be the most fun, in my opinion. Uh, we've got UNC Texas Southern. Uh, going to pick UNC here without much without much problem. Yep. Uh, so, you know, no one's gonna no one's gonna be the one seed in the first round. Um, you know, it, UNC played in the championship last year. They'll probably be down there at the end this year. So, uh, you know, not much, no, not many, not many problems there. But I'd like to get your take on the next game, Arkansas Seton Hall. What do you think? Um, I was uh, the the rare rare occasion um, that is Walker watching college basketball. I did take in a little Arkansas in semifinals, the SEC tournament. Um, really was impressed with their energy, really was impressed just by their all-around game, really put in a dominant performance. Um, However, um, if I'm just being honest, you know, I I don't know a lot about Seton Hall. And I think a lot of the other SEC teams we talked about um, that are going to go down, like a Vandy, like a South Carolina, I do think some will get through that first round. I know we took Florida earlier, but I'm going to stick – with Arkansas, 
uh, here despite them losing to both Kentucky and to Florida twice. Um, I'm going to have to go ahead with them. However, I, this is just a straight toss-up game. I mean, this is like a 50-50 pick almost. I agree. I agree. And the game's not in Bud Walton, so Arkansas could lose by 40. Right. Um, or they could win. Or they could win. You don't. You never know with them. I know they've had uh, their last game was pretty physical. Um, uh, but we'll go ahead and pick Arkansas there. I'm this as as this is going on. I'm very surprised at the number of uh, SEC teams in this year's field. You know, we're. I'll be the first to say we're we're not a good conference in basketball. No, we're pretty awful. And the more that I yeah, think about it, I want to take Seton Hall. So I may change that later. Oh well, hey, you heard it here first that we're undecided so could be could be either team that's a great analysis could be either team the one that scores the most points probably will move on um the next game uh your dog i'll let you oh, take my guys oh these dog. are my guys fighting uh, which is <laughs> fighting a best sid in the country uh superstar You'll see I shouted him out on Twitter as yes. uh, he was interviewed by Matty Morris from the Conference USA team. Uh, got a little insight from the SID, SID after Middle Tennessee. Very easily breezed through their conference tournament. Um, they kind of knew that was coming. Uh, I know that their team's slogan going through the conference tournament was leave no doubt just because uh, they wanted to make sure they were in the tournament, even though they won 30 games and would have gotten that large bid. But uh, led by an Arkansas transfer, Ja'Cory Williams. I sound like a real analyst here. Uh, Reggie Upshaw, Giddy Potts. I mean, just a much-improved team. People will be on them uh, because of their victory against Michigan State last year. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to be on that train as well. I have been following them all season, and I think they're too uh, good of a matchup and just going to be too much uh, for a Minnesota team, it's going to come in a little arrogant, thinking they're the better team. And I, th- I think you and uh, Middle Tennessee is going to knock them off um, in a close one. Uh, I, I agree with a lot of that, a lot of that, Walker. Um, you know, Middle Tennessee coming off a great season. Uh, people forget, though, that they did win an ESPY award. And if if I have any analysis to bring to this game is that maybe if they have that ESPY award with them at the game, that's a bad omen. Well, I'm going to have to correct you. They didn't actually win it. They were just dominated. Well, there you go, folks. I'm very, <laughs> very ill-informed. But they were there, so they still. They were there. If they wary, bring it up at wary. the game, it may be trouble. They should have won is, is basically. They should have won is what I was, what I was meaning. Um, uh, but, yeah, well, great. Game. Holly Holm uh, over Ronda Rousey for best upset instead. Not, not going to comment because that's just – just not worth commenting. <laughs> well, well, to be honest, uh, Ronda Rousey is no longer in the sport, so you know, Tennessee's still still playing basketball, so maybe they should have still won the award, you know? Sounds like they were robbed to me. But we'll, we'll, let's see who they face in the second round. Uh, B- Butler and Winthrop, another one of those uh, double mid-major teams uh, games. Butler, perennial tournament team, though, you know, have in the past back-to-back national championship appearances. Um I'm going to go with Butler. Uh, they they've been pretty solid, pretty solid this year. They got a great coach. They got a great uh, solid squad. They've beaten Northwestern and they beat Villanova twice, which yep. is oh, actually looking Butler. at their looking at their wins. That is amazing. They beat Arizona. Of course, they lost to Creighton twice, who we picked to lose. Which is two, two wins over Xavier. Yeah, two wins over Xavier. Like that's uh, yeah. You're we're going. I'm going with Butler here. No question sure. here. Not even a, I mean, you pretty much just said everything I wanted to say. So, 
Right. Going with the Bulldogs uh, to beat Winthrop. Um, State. Exactly. Hell State, shout out. Uh, Cincinnati versus Kansas State. I believe Kansas State beat Wake Forest tonight. Um, so didn't see any of that game. Didn't care to watch. Was doing other things. Nope. Uh, didn't. Uh, don't know if they played well or not, but – I'm still leaning towards Cincinnati here just because, uh, you know, they had a pretty solid season, better body of work. And I, and I think Mick Cronin is still the coach there. Love that name. Just love that name. Love that bald head. So I'm going to go with uh, Cincinnati. A uh, big, big, uh, big sport name guy carrying a lot of weight. If you think about the greats over the years, they all have great names. Think about Derek Jeter. Uh, no Mark Garcia Parra. These are all great names. McCronin, same thing. We'll take Cincinnati. Uh, exactly. And, and Mick Cronin is right up there with it. So so we're going to move on with Cincinnati. Um, uh, next game, uh, one of my favorites in the tournament, UCLA Bruins versus Kent State with uh, LaMelo Ball's older brother, Lonzo. <laughs> no, uh, you meant LaVar Ball's son. Oh, you're right. I messed it up. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. I'm sick and tired of him already, and the tournament hasn't even started. Exactly, exactly. He is a master promoter, though. you got to give him credit. Yes, I do credit um, so, him for that. Right. So future, um, future Brooklyn Net, uh, Lonzo Ball. Actually, check that. Future Boston Celtic, Lonzo Ball. Cause they don't sure? have the Yeah. Well, so, I mean – if Boston doesn't get the number one pick, I think they're going to go with, with Alonzo Ball at the number two because is going to go one. But you never know, to be honest with you. That's a discussion for another day. But uh, another one of the – I love this matchup in the first round. I might actually tune into this game. Uh, Dayton, Wichita State. Wichita State getting severely overlooked by the outdated rankings of the NCAA uh, and being it's a 10 in the BCS format. Probably so. If if even that, I think the BCS worked better than this. But um, <laughs> Archie Miller's squad at Dayton, uh, I, I heard a I heard a hot take the other day saying that the winner of this game, whatever coach wins this game, will probably be the next coach of the Indiana Hoosiers, which is a pretty substantial take there. Um, I could see it. <laughs> very, I don't think. Very, yeah, very glaring. I'm take. not sure Crean's getting fired yet. Exactly. That still hasn't happened. But um, but two two very great coaches there. What do you think about the game? Actually, how do you think it's going to play out? I like I like Wichita here. Um, you know, thirty wins is just is just pretty impressive. Um, obviously, with just a few losses, they're going to be to bigger teams. I mean, they did lose to Louisville, to Oklahoma State, to Michigan State. But again, all three tournament teams. Uh, we take a look at what Dayton did. Of course, they split with VCU, which is nice. They lost to St. Mary's, went against Fandy, who we both agreed uh, they suck. Um, and they beat Rhode Island twice. So, man, uh, this is another one of those strictly toss-up games that I'm going to be tuning into as well. Uh, but because I'm, I'm hoping for the chip of the shoulder factor, I'm taking Wichita State. I agree. I've been on Wichita for uh, most of my brackets. I will give you know some advice here. If you uh, want to try to make some moves uh, to, to jump some people in your standings, Dayton would probably be a team that's not going to get as much love because of Wichita State being underestimated going into this and could totally see them winning, like you said. Could totally mm-hmm. see the Flyers pulling it out. They're a solid squad. But uh, we're going to go for the sake of our bracket with Wichita State, followed up by the Battle of Kentucky, the much-anticipated 
Kentucky Wildcats versus the Northern Kentucky insert mascot here. Uh, no one knows. No one knows. No one cares. Uh, Going to go with Malik Monk and the Wildcats. They've got some studs there. Going to be a fun side of the bracket with them uh, in some eventual games. But, uh, you know, any, uh, any disagreement? Uh, no, I love Kentucky. I'm very high on them. Uh, looks like the North, North, Northern Kentucky mascot is a Norse. That's horse with an N. Uh, so no one even knows what that is. Uh, so we'll wow. take Kentucky. That almost made me want to pick them, to be honest with you. <laughs> that is a power move of a mascot name, <laughs> if I've ever seen one. But uh, now we're into the uh, round of 32, which used to be the second round, which is now the round, you know, whatever. It's the uh, the set. It'll be the Saturday Sunday games of uh, the weekend. We've already hit on pretty much every team that won and, and most and some that lost. So we'll go quickly through here, uh, starting back at the beginning uh, with Villanova, Wisconsin. I'm I'm on Villanova. What do you think, Walker? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I love the experience. Um, I, I do like Wisconsin um, a little. Again, based on some of the previous tournament experiences they've. They've had, I mean, I'm pulling back up the, the, the trusted bubble uh, that we have uh, from ESPN. I, I like Nigel Hayes. Uh, I like the experience that he brings for Wisconsin, but Villanova experience just too much. Exactly. Josh Hart, a solid player there, fan of him. Uh, UVA, Florida. Um, I'm, a, I'm a fan of UVA. I, I, I like how uh, they're pretty, very, they're very, very consistent. They're, they're not an exciting watch per se but uh i i'm not a believer in florida didn't watch them much this year maybe it goes back to my sec reverse bias in this situation yeah. um i'm gonna go with uva I, I think that they're a better coach team and they're gonna be ready for the tournament uh since they're this is their lowest seed in, in a while for them and i think they actually might make a pretty deep run yeah i agree i like uva here too i i don't like that uva played poorly down the stretch uh, but like you said, they are they they are coached very well, despite Florida's coach winning conference coach of the year. But like we said, uh, did a double reverse bias here against the SEC, so I'll I'll take the Cavaliers. Yeah, very very surprised Ben Howland didn't get that award with the uh, the job he did at Mississippi State this season. Uh, <laughs> but uh, actually, beyond I, I'm a fan of Ben Howland, just a little just a little fun there. But but yeah, we're both going with UVA. Um, SMU Baylor, uh, the battle of a, two Texas squads. Um, I'm going to go with the SMU, even though they're a little oh, lower seed. Yeah, hey, we're on the same page here. I, I don't think Baylor's for real. Right, I don't think Baylor's for real. Um, you know, this uh, they don't normally make deep runs in the tournament. So, do you have any uh, disagreement there? Obviously, that you don't. That being said, Baylor will blow them out by 30, but we'll take yeah. SMU either way. That being said, Baylor's going to be in the championship in Glendale because we said that. <laughs> But uh, SMU moving on, uh, Duke Marquette. Uh, I'm a Duke fan. This is even a though tricky one, though. This is right, tricky. Very tricky because Duke has had very, very flat games this year, even when they've been healthy. Yeah, um, they, yeah they've I, had uh, injuries. But I like do you like said, them. Even when healthy, they've, they've had some issues. Right, yeah, cut out a little bit there. But I think you were saying that they haven't even been that exciting even when healthy. So, uh, Yeah, just a little too much talent overall. Yeah. I mean, like we talked about earlier, Marquette does have a win over Villanova, two over Xavier, two over Creighton. I mean, they have an impressive resume, uh, but the list just goes on with Duke. I mean, as Coach K has morphed his teams to more of a Coach Cal, Kentucky-type team with the talent coming in and leaving, uh, just the list goes on with Duke. 
Uh, plus, you mix it in with like the experience from Jefferson. Uh, too too much from the Blue Devils here. I agree. I agree. Let's go ahead and make the uh, final four or the uh, uh, sweet or the pick, pick the sweet yeah, game yeah. in this bracket. Tongue twister there to go to the Elite Eight. I'm gonna go with Villanova over over Virginia. This is, in my opinion, will be a very close game. Could be a one possession game, um, right. but I think Villanova is gonna pull it out with their uh, better offensive players. I think they have a better offensive talent there. Uh, any any comments? No, I mean for whatever reason, uh, we have very like-minded approaches on many games, but that doesn't change here uh, with Villanova. I mean, I love I love Jay Wright, and I just think that where they were last year, uh, I know I've harped on this, but it's going to continue to come into play. Although I'm a big UVA fan, the style of basketball that they play, I think they just run into a little too much talent here in Villanova. I agree. I agree. And uh, moving on, uh, I'm going to pick Duke over SMU. Like we said, to reiterate, Duke's solid pick here in the tournament. Don't think SMU, I think SMU will be out of steam. Uh, so uh, not much to uh, you know, not much to play with there. But yeah, same thing. I mean, I'm, I, I I I've picked Duke a lot in the past. It's bit me in the butt a lot in the past. Uh, but I'm going to continue to do it because I've always liked Duke more than North Carolina. Uh, take that, any North Carolina fans that are listening. Um, although <laughs> Grayson Allen's kind of a punk, but that's okay. He's still good at basketball and will help them beat SMU. Uh, all, you know, moving Duke moving on for sure. Uh, next is the uh, upset we kind of teased, a uh, little Northwestern Gonzaga. I'm going to say let's go with Northwestern here. Let's be that bracket. Let's be. Let's get uh, Gonzaga out. Um, unless you unless you disagree and want to go in another direction for the sake of the back, I, I do disagree. I think that Gonzaga uh, are very good, and I think that Northwestern are just riding the the emotion train. Uh, they're going to run into a little bit of a buzzsaw here uh, with Gonzaga scoring eighty five points a game and only allowing sixty one. Now, granted, uh, I know that the schedule that they've played um, isn't very strong, uh, but hey. If we're trying to win the big bucks, not going to be against going with Northwestern here, so all for it. Uh, but let it be known, I am taking Gonzaga in my personal bracket. I, I will let it be known there. Uh, we'll, we'll, for the sake of this bracket, we'll take Northwestern to be those guys. Um, uh, we might go back and change later. Who knows? You can you can see it updated. But uh, but we'll we'll you'll uh, see it on Sports Center when we will. You'll see it on Sports Center in a couple weeks. Although I wouldn't encourage you to watch SportsCenter, especially not the six, because that's just a disgrace of a show that's not even what SportsCenter used to be. You've got my full support in that statement. I will back you on that one. I uh, actually haven't even watched the six yet. Don't. Yeah, that's that just was a terrible. Sadly, night. it comes on at work, <laughs> and I turned to turn uh, change the channel quickly. Thankfully, I'm on the West Coast, and it's like twelve p or twelve noon when when that happens. <laughs> so. Uh, but uh, next we got Notre Dame, West Virginia. We both talked about our love for West Virginia, but uh, maybe they are a little bit gassed here going into this game. I don't hate a Notre Dame pick. I'll leave it up to you to to, to go with what you think here. Um, only the second round, so let's ride with the press. Uh, love the defensive intensity. I'm going to ride them one more round. Sounds good to me. Uh, moving on to Xavier, Florida State. Uh, like we said, Florida State with a lot of depth. Xavier with a solid schedule uh, coming into the season. I'm a fan of Florida State. I think they're going to move on. I think they have a chance to, to advance even further. Uh, any disagreement there? 
I like Florida State, but I but I do think that it's Xavier has a real chance of winning this game. Uh, Florida State, like you said, just just not usually in this position. Um, I hold a lot of value in that, so it will be interesting to see how they react. I mean, who knows if a 14 is going to be a three? Florida State could be a candidate. Uh, we talked about it with Florida Gulf Coast, which we took FSU because we think a lot of people will be on Florida Gulf Coast. Um, so would not be surprised in the least to see Xavier win here, uh, but I'm, I'm more than happy to go with the Seminoles. Sounds great. Like you said, there are there are, is usually at least one, most of the time, uh, multiple double-digit seeds in the Sweet 16 and forward. So this might be one of those games where you want to personally take Xavier over Florida State. Uh, next is VCU-Arizona. Um, I, I saw Arizona actually play on TV a couple times because I watched them play UCLA, who I was a fan of. They weren't. They didn't seem that great. They have a couple of uh, NBA type players with uh, Louis Markinen, who will probably be a lottery pick. Um, but I, I, I'm a VCU, tr- uh, you know, apologist or fan or you know whatever you want to say. But I think I'm gonna probably go with the chalk here and go and go with Arizona. Yeah, I mean, I again, I, I'm a big fan of VCU too, but. Certainly chalk here, I mean, especially listening a little bit to, to Tate and Titus the other day, I mean, I think that uh, they're really on Arizona, and, and clearly anything the ringer says, I mean, that's basically the sport gospel, so let's go to Arizona. Uh, I, I agree, I agree. Um, and Shaka Smart's not walking through that door anytime soon. That's for right. But um, next, uh, Kansas-Miami. I know we liked Miami in the first round. I think Kansas. Well, hold on now. We on the last bracket did did we oh, did we, we pick the next games? Oh, that's true. That's true. You you. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's just go ahead with FSU Arizona. What do you what do you think there? Um. Again, I uh, a big believer in the ringer, and and they relied on some Ken Palm and uh, some late season form. So I'm actually going to go Arizona because Florida State new to this. Uh, nice for them to get to the Sweet 16, but they're going to be going back uh, to some nicer weather uh, to enjoy it in Florida after that this game. Sounds good to me. We'll go with Arizona moving forward. Uh, this is the game we had a little uh, you know back and forth on last with Gonzaga Northwestern. Uh, regardless of who moves on, are, do you, are you thinking uh, West Virginia moves to the Sweet 16 or the to the Elite Eight, or, or what are you thinking? I mean, I, I'm on Gonzaga here. Yeah. Um, I actually like Gonzaga to the Elite Eight. Uh, probably not really sure. Um, it's kind of a toss-up between them and Arizona. Um, I, I personally like Gonzaga here, West Virginia. Uh, like, like we mentioned, it's going to run out of gas um, and not be able to get the job done. Uh, I agree. I agree. Um, even uh, if, if somehow Northwestern pulls the upset, I would look for Virginia to move on there, West Virginia to move on there. But uh, I think right. uh, yes. we'll, we'll move on with Gonzaga. Um, uh, so on to the next side, uh, Kansas-Miami. I think Kansas is too much there for the Hurricanes. You know, they'll have a good Same. win over Michigan State. They'll get them a tourney win. Um, but I think uh, we're, we're pretty pretty much in agreement on Kansas there. Yeah, we haven't even talked a lot about Frank Mason or Josh Jackson or, or, or that crew um, because, frankly, uh, we have to. Well, we haven't had to because they're going to breeze through uh, and they will continue to do so. Yep, yep, I agree, I agree. They've got some solid NBA talent on that roster, at least some role players at the least. Um, Iowa State-Purdue, um, not going to be a primetime game there. Uh, yeah, I don't care about it, won't be, won't be watching it. Won't be watching. Uh, you you want to go with Swanigan, our boy? 
Uh, I actually did not go with him uh, because I think that uh, this tournament, uh, a lot of tournaments, it's it's all about your guard play. Uh, big men obviously are a huge uh, component, but if if that's your best player and you don't have a lot of help elsewhere, which hey they might, I just don't know anything about college basketball. Uh, I went with the five to pick a slight upset. That's literally all I based it on. Um, so whichever team you want to click, I fully support it. Sounds good. I'll go with the Big Twelve matchup with Iowa State. I'll go with what you, uh, you know, your analysis there. So we'll have a Big Twelve matchup in the Sweet Sixteen. Analysis. Yeah, Put exactly. <laughs> right. Um, next, we have the matchup of the double digit seeds with uh, Rhode Island and Iona. Uh, I think we Rhode both Island like baby Rhode Island all the way. Um, Iona with the you know with the fourteen three upset that we picked for the sake of it in the last round. Uh, uh, so we'll go with Rhode Island there. They're making a, a Sweet 16 run. Uh, Michigan, Louisville. I'm on Michigan just for the sake of. Uh, I mean, I'm excuse me. I'm on Louisville for the sake of you know trying to uh, trying to be more correct here. Uh, I do think Michigan could continue to carry that momentum, like you said. So I'll defer to you with who you want to go with. No, I'll go with Patino and Louisville. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, Michigan's karma run runs out after the win against Oklahoma State, and they'll be heading back up north. Uh, for some colder temperatures. Uh, just kidding. It's, the game is played in Indianapolis, so not too much further north, uh, but I'll take Louisville either way. Exactly. And, and I know the, it's it's popular to pick upsets throughout the tournament. That's what makes it fun. Um, but usually we do see a majority one, two, and three seeds in the in the final eight or the Elite Eight in the final four. So just well, keep that. Well, I did hear Jay Billis say something today. I mean, in the first the first couple days you will see a lot of upsets but by the time we get to the sweet 16 it's usually only three or four high seeded teams that are there and like you mentioned as we really start to get down to the elite eight uh, it's much more chalk Uh, very rarely are you going to see uh, someone make it through to the final four i mean that's why it's truly a cinderella story so we'll we'll stick with louisville sounds good and uh with the kansas iowa state a big 12 matchup um i think iowa state could produce a little uh a little firepower here. I think they have. They've beaten. They, Kansas. they did beat them. They did beat them. Yeah, yeah I think uh, the the experience of Kansas and the talent will be a little bit too much there, but could be a very good game to tune into. Yeah, I mean the familiarity there, uh, playing each other, uh, you know, multiple times a year, every year, will yeah. give Iowa State a little bit of an advantage because Kansas will have uh, much more pressure, uh, but ultimately. I think they, they're going to have too much talent and will outlast them in the second half. Sounds great. Uh, do we want to continue to ride Rhode Island, or are we looking at uh, you know trying to uh, get the most points possible here? With, with uh, a, I'm going to ride Louisville here. So I, I can't disagree there. can't disagree. Uh, Rhode Island's magical run ends in the Sweet 16. Uh, it's a pretty solid tournament for them, but I think you're right. Louisville will probably have a little bit too much talent. Uh, for for the Fighting Islanders, I don't know what their name is, but I'm going to call them that. That's good with me. Exactly, exactly. Um, next on to the bottom of the bottom in the South, uh, USC Ar- UNC Arkansas. Um, I think UNC is going to move on with with a lot of depth, way too much talent, way too much talent. Uh, no, no, really like blue chip NBAers that are going to you know be top uh, top five or top ten picks, but they've got they're just loaded with you know second and third year players as well. Um, Kenny so, Meeks, Isaiah Hicks. I mean, those guys just get it done. Exactly. He's a great college players. Uh, go with UNC. Uh, 
you know, unanimously right there. The Darlings, your Darlings, Middle Tennessee versus Butler, going to be a solid matchup. What do you think? Um, just for the sake of I love Middle Tennessee, I'm taking them because the Sweet 16 and Elite 8 in the South region is in Memphis, so I'm taking them for the sole reason that I hope I get to see Eric next week. Uh, however, looking at Butler's resume, the smart pick is Butler here. I'm so happy to go with them. However, I will be taking Middle Tennessee uh, for my guy. Sounds great. And like you said, you know, you don't you don't pay us for for our, our intelligence. You pay us for our takes. So, um, you know, we're going with Middle Tennessee uh, there <laughs> in that round. So um, uh, next is Cincinnati and UCLA. I am a, you know, self-proclaimed UCLA uh, fan uh, or UCLA, like in favor of UCLA for this tournament. I think they're going to go far. Um I don't see Cincinnati doing much to them unless they go uh, cold from the outside, but I think UCLA is going to move forward. Yeah, I mean, you love superstar power in the tournament. You have to give it the ball to those guys to get the job done. Uh, People are all over Lonzo Ball, as they should be, and we're going to pick UCLA. Sounds great. Moving on, we've got a pre- Pretty interesting second round this matchup. Is very there. interesting. Yeah, because Kentucky versus Wichita State. Kentucky hasn't had as dominant of a season as they have in the past. They've got some talented freshmen, but top to bottom, I don't think their squad is as good in the as in the past. Um, I, I think they may have enough firepower to get past Wichita State, but you know, I'm open for an upset pick here. I'm open. I'm open to it. If, if you are, I, I'm just. I'm gonna. I'm gonna defer to you on this one. I actually really like Kentucky. Um, I, I usually have the mindset of, you know, because of their inexperience, uh, it takes them a while to get it together. And unless they just have incredible talent playing together, uh, which of course they do, but it, they, they tend to not go far in the tournament. However, uh, like I mentioned earlier, I'm a big proponent of guard play. Uh, I really like Fox from Kentucky. If he's hitting his shots to free up some space for Malik Monk, uh, I'm, I'm going to go with, with Big Blue Nation and, and ride Kentucky here. That sounds great. Uh, moving back up to UNC Middle Tennessee, is this where the uh, Blue Raiders run in, runs, run ends, or do they make another upset? No, this is going to be it. Again, like we said, UNC just has great college players, and Roy right. Williams just knows how to get the job uh, done. I think Middle Tennessee will feel a little overwhelmed with the matchup here after being so high emotionally uh, traveling from Milwaukee down to Memphis. Uh, just going to be too much. Uh, we'll go with the Tar Heels. Sounds good. I agree. I agree. Then my, my, uh, my a game I'm looking forward to, a rematch of an earlier season game, which UCLA won. Um, is the uh, UCLA versus Kentucky. I think this will probably be one of the games in the tournament if it gets to that point. Um, uh, you know, I, like I said, I'm, I'm on the, UNC, the UCLA train, um, but I think it, it, it's really a toss-up here. It's really a toss-up. Whoever's, whoever's hot is whatever, Monk or Ball, whichever one is, is uh, you know, hotter is, is going to take their team to victory, I think. Yeah, you couldn't have said it any better. Who who who's hot here? I mean, I have the two brackets like I mentioned. One has Kentucky going, one has UCLA. I mean, this is a like you said, this this might be one of if not the game of the tournament if it does uh, chalk out to this point. Uh, even potentially better 
than the national championship game. Uh, I I know you love UCLA, and I have them in one of the two of my brackets. Um, so let let's go with UCLA because again, I think people will be on Kentucky as well, right, especially right. people that I'm picking with being from uh, the southeast. <laughs> exactly, exactly, and this is a great uh, great example of how you know we picked a fairly high number of upsets and uh, and you know toss-up games to go a certain way that maybe not be popular but we've still got all four number one seeds three number two seeds and a one number three seed in the elite eight so it's pretty chalk here that's how you get your points that's how you win win your bracket challenges um villanova duke starting it out uh two-story programs what do you think um I'm back and forth on this one. I would love to see a Duke-North Carolina matchup in the national championship as well as probably 89% of the nation. Um, But uh, although you'll see in a second I won't pick Villanova to go to the national championship game, I do think they get back to uh, the Final Four, and this is where uh, Duke's run ends. That sounds good. I I think Duke would probably – uh, this could be a definite game where their talent or their inconsistency of, over the season catches up to them, and uh, Villanova's uh, you know pedigree and, and maybe uh, you know being uh, able to handle this type of situation comes into play. So we'll go with Villanova. I, th- I think we both like Duke's talent better uh, because of what yeah. you mentioned. The inconsistency of their play sometimes is what's going to get them in the end. Right, right. If you're if you're picking a, t- a team to, to to start in the NBA, you know I'm picking players from Duke before I pick anybody from Villanova. But uh, but yeah, but I think you said and it's a college game, totally different game. Going with the Wildcats, uh, we'll go with Kansas Louisville right here. Uh, I think uh, I think Kansas is going to be a little too strong for Louisville. Uh, I think they've got you know like you said, guard play comes into comes into play a lot in the tournament. They've got two solid ones in Graham and Mason. Um, and a uh, lottery pick in Jackson. So uh, I think I'm going to go with Kansas here. Yep, love Kansas here. Uh, love, love, you know, their rich tradition. Obviously, Josh Jackson is projected uh, top 10, if not top five pick, and we love the star pair, power here in the tournament. Um, we also love the reverse karma for Louisville, catching up to Patino here. Uh, if, if we're being honest, Louisville's had a pretty easy run. As of now, through the tournament, if uh, if it uh, goes like it like we say it will, which of course it will, because uh, we will be collecting the check here in about a, a few weeks' time for the winning bracket. Uh, so this will be their first true test. They're just not going to be ready for it. I, I agree. I agree. And I am always a fan of Rick Pitino, Jim Beheim, Coach K, and the following losing in the tournament and complaining about something so yes i am on board with kansas winning uh uh, you know feel free to run up the score on you louisville if you'd like please Um, yes as much as possible please please you heard it here first no easy buckets podcast wants you to run the score up um no easy buckets no easy losses no easy losses right uh Gonzaga, Arizona. Uh, this is Gonzaga making a deep run here to the Elite Eight. Uh, do you think they continue it, or are you going to go with, like you said, the Ken Palm uh, favor? How Ken Palm favors Arizona? Let's go Arizona here. I know you already wanted Gonzaga to lose two games ago, um, so it validates it even more. Uh, let's take the Arizona. Is it Wildcats? Right. I think so. I agree. That sounds good with me. I'm not going to argue with picking Gonzaga to lose. Because it probably will happen. 
um, UCLA UNC. This is this this game is interesting, especially if UCLA comes off a big win versus Kentucky. This will be in the same weekend, one day off. Um, UNC's got more experience. They have got older. They've gotten more. I guess uh, you know players that have been there as in last year. I do think UCLA could ride the lightning and and, and take it to a win. But but what do you think? Yep, I, I like I like UCLA here. Um, I think UNC's talent runs out. Uh, UCLA just has some superior talent. We did fail to mention last round how Kentucky did beat them. UCLA by three earlier in the year, so I wanted to throw that in there. I think UCLA gets the revenge, big revenge game guy. Uh, but here, I think UCLA over over UNC getting to um, Glendale. Sure, that uh, you said UNC moving on. You cut out. No, I actually, I actually think UCLA. Oh, you but said you UCLA. Can pick yeah. either, either or. That's that's no, how I'm, I feel. I'm definitely, I'm definitely on UCLA. I'm definitely on UCLA. Uh, I think they. I think that's a great matchup. Moving on, got a couple Pac uh, Pac twelve teams moving on to the championship. So we've got Villanova, Arizona, and Kansas, UCLA. Um, start with Nova, Arizona. Do you think Nova makes a return trip to the championship, or are you riding the Wildcats? Actually, they're both Wildcats, so. <laughs> Touche, but I'll take Arizona um, because two is more than one. Hey, that's a lot of that's a, that's enough for me. Um, <laughs> Kansas, UCLA. Are we having a Pac-12, uh, you know, reenactment here in the finals? Or are you taking the experience of Kansas over UCLA? Uh, well, I know you're a UCLA guy. I love them too, uh, but for whatever reason, I'm leaning towards uh, Rock Chalk Jayhawk. Uh, so I think that Kansas gets it done and goes to the Natty. That I, I'm not in too much of a disagreement there. I do like UCLA, but I, I think a, a Final Four run is something that uh, you know they can be proud of, and, the, and those freshmen will enjoy. Uh, Steve Alford has been known to lose big games, so maybe we're wrong with UCLA being in here anyway. But <laughs> um, but we'll go with Kansas and uh, with a Kansas Arizona final with two historic programs. Uh, you've Who got, do you like here? I mean. This is up in the air. Like I said, the Arizona has those uh, has Markinen and Trier, who are two solid NBA players. Um, probably be first round picks. Uh, I don't know if Trier is going to slip into the second or not. But uh, but Kansas, you know, like you said, they've got the experienced guard play. They've got the talent on the wing in Jackson, which is sometimes the difference maker. Um, Bill Self's been here. He's he's done that. He's won the big game. Uh, you know what uh, what. I think if I had to go with anybody, I'm going with Kansas. This is yep. the year. I, I love it. Like you said, he's he knows how to get it done. Uh, I'm not sure Arizona's going to be able to get it done. I mean, thinking back to the teams we've picked, uh, if Arizona was not coming out of a bracket that had Gonzaga in it, probably would went would would have went with someone over Arizona. Um, right. So I, I think that that Kansas is just going to have too superior of talent, uh, too much tradition, too much uh, positive voodoo in their favor, and I'm going to go with uh, the Jayhawks to to win the national title. I like we're in agreement there, of course, on, on the Kansas Jayhawks. Um, uh, we'll pick the tiebreaker score. You want to go with uh, seventy-four to sixty-nine? What are you going with? How about seventy-four to sixty-nine? It's a solid. Uh, yeah. Uh, shout out Gronkowski. Sounds good to me. 
Gronkowski. That's what I was thinking. Uh, it's kind of a we're we're talking a lot about karma in this podcast. The the, the Patriots won the Super Bowl. Gronkowski's favorite number. Uh, it's about a it's about a solid college score. So we'll go here. I'm not going to enter this Acura thing because I don't not. not I don't want them to contact me about anything. So we're going to submit these picks and they'll be listed under the name No Easy Buckets Podcast. So if you are inclined to search for them, which you probably will want to, uh, so yep. I'm submitting it and saving it. You know that's kind of our tournament coverage from two guys that watched less than a handful of games combined this year. So you you know that's the that's the great insight that you that you want to have going into the tournament. But we are going. I I know personally I'm going to be tuning into to a lot of games this weekend just because uh, of the fun of the tournament. Being on the West Coast, having the games in the morning is going to be fun. Uh, I know you'll probably be watching at work as well. I think it's going to be an exciting weekend. Yep, personally a big fan of day games because you get to throw them on the TV at work or, like you said, yeah. on the app, on the iPad, whatever you prefer. Uh, so not only good for you uh, to get you through the day there, uh, but it'll create some nice positive energy around the office. Um, again, just to pass some more time. But uh, some things to look out on the horizon. I'm sure we're going to try to visit uh, the Eastern Conference of the NBA. Uh, hopefully we'll have some guest appearances coming up. Uh, big things in store, though. Yeah, that uh, that is right. We'll be going into the Eastern Conference, a little uh, slight deep dive into there. Um, uh in the in the coming uh, coming days or coming weeks, and then we'll have some other content, hopefully surrounding by the tournament this weekend. Like you said, with maybe a couple a couple friends on the pod, friends of the pod on the pod. So there you go, there you go, there you go. But that was a ep- kind of special edition episode number two of uh, No Easy Buckets podcast. You know, titled Committee of Two. Look for us on soundcloud we'll put it on social media here soon hopefully we'll get some uh, some social media accounts uh, some handles over for the podcast name but other than that you'll see you know, us over there at uh, just odin on twitter yes just odin just odin on twitter you know i get a shout out from you too but yeah but look for us on social media engage with us if you'd like we'd love to you know uh follow, you know answer any questions you might have but thanks guys for tuning in well, um, one Jake, final note don't forget the venmo is oh. open Oh, don't forget the Venmo is open. We will post what that Venmo is. Probably going to just go straight with No Easy Buckets Podcast. Doubt anyone has that Venmo name taken. If they do, <laughs> I'm just not, not going to create one if they have it taken. We'll probably just, just go ahead and shut the pod down now if they've already got that. I'm just going to shut the pod because we don't deserve it. Don't deserve the name. But but thanks, guys, for listening. We'll be back uh, hopefully in the coming days. But uh, uh, thanks for sticking with us. See you.